This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. So, you know, programming is the number one solution. So mm-hmm. the way that we operate, we have 16 different programs, yeah. um, two uh, or three different uh, national safety initiatives. Mm. Uh, so the way that we operate is we look at problems and we build programs mm. around each problems, mm. you know, throughout our communities. Um, and we consistently attack uh, you know, the problems with solutions, program-based solutions. Nice. So kind of go back to, once again, talking about consistency yeah. um, and making sure that we able to continue to program, uh, you know, be able to reprogram uh, on a consistent basis. So, mm-hmm. you know, crime and violence, um, we had different programs, um, different national safety initiatives. Mm-hmm. So we have our uh, safe zone to where mm-hmm. uh, we partner up with different uh, businesses throughout a particular community, uh, not only here in Detroit, but across the country. Okay. Um, and, and with these safe zones, uh, this is something to help combat against uh, human trafficking and, mm-hmm. you know, um, child abduction and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. um, each of these businesses uh, that we partner up with, you know, they're safe havens. So, you know, we, we have a, a map with all the different businesses that so people know, like if you in certain areas and areas in the community, mm-hmm. these people, you know, um, mm-hmm. sign a, a pledge to hold themselves accountable Oh. For being more than just business owners in the community, because mm. when you in our communities, you know, and this yeah. goes for people that look like us and don't look like us. Yeah. You know, you obligated for that, you know, and accountable for what goes on in the area around your business. See, this wow. is a, a, a big thing that yeah. a lot of people skip out on. You think you just pop up shop yeah. uh, in a community. It should, should be for any community. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and it is for any community. Mm-hmm. But for us, it's like, OK, well, I'm just going to come get money close my doors when it's time to go home and not worry about yeah. nothing else around and don't work like that. So mm-hmm. being able to hold businesses uh, accountable and get them a bit more connected to the community with the safe yeah. zone. Um, we are in the middle of um, 
you know, working on a, a, a app actually that's gonna connect all of that. I don't want to talk too much about okay. it because we we working on it. Gotcha. Um, but we got a whistle systems too, mm. um, in which we pass out free whistles to kids. Mm. Um, and we've created a system uh, so the kids that walk home to mm. or from school, be at the bus stops early yeah. and things of that nature, we get them free whistles. Um, and we do free um self defense classes wow. for the kids can know like. You know, to to spot people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, environmental awareness is big for us, whether Mm -hmm. it be uh, women or children. So make sure that you um, are aware aware of your surroundings. So if somebody coming up, they don't look right, you see a van pull up, your first instinct is to run and blow the whistle, Mm -hmm. you know, refusely. So when people in the community, we we are putting out and we teach people in the community, if you hear somebody continuously blowing the whistle, to utilize that as a sign of distress. Right, because uh, kids can't carry guns and they shouldn't be having you know firearms and stuff like that. But they still need to be a, have something right uh, to protect themselves. Um, we big on a uh, community patrol, so mm-hmm. we uh, set up shop. We do this weekly. Um, you know, some of the areas where people may be having um, you know trouble and you mm-hmm. know some it'd be a lot of you know stuff. We try to you know put our presence in these areas gotcha. so that. You know, it's just not a heavy presence of police. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. need to see people that look like us. And uh, once again, engagement is key. So it's not like yeah. we just looking in a standoff. We walking over to you, having a conversation, letting mm-hmm. you know we out here. Yeah. And this is what we're doing. That's very important. Um, You know, we have uh, mental health programs. We have wow. um, different mentoring programs. We have wow. financial literacy programs. Mm. Um. You know, we have, uh, of course, our food program. Um, we've been able to independently feed here in Detroit mm-hmm. uh, over 200,000 people. Um, wow. And that's, uh, f- excuse me, over 200,000 families. Families, right. Um, wow. and, and that's without a nonprofit budget and all the rest of that stuff. Mm. So we've been feeding people um, for the longest, mm-hmm. um, you know, in our communities, um, our hood-to-hood engagement programs. Yeah. Um, you know, we have... Uh, uh, Internship programs for for kids. We actually working on one right now, mm-hmm. um, with our partners, Mister Fix It, yeah, uh, in which we're gonna have kids this summer. Um, you know, basically rebuild a house from the ground up. So wow. we got people in all different areas that's gonna show kids, Man. you know, how to Incredible. put a how to put a house together, plumbing, mm-hmm. electric, all that stuff. You know, yeah. carpentry, um, you know, all of that. Um, you know, yeah. we. We got a lot of stuff going on. The biggest thing that we're working on right now is conflict resolution. Mm. That's our biggest. That's like at the point of everything that we're doing, because when we talk about all of the stuff that we, you know, we I just named, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about crime and violence. And, you know, a lot of people like to say mental health and it is mental a lot of times. But, um, you know, a lot of the times more than anything is because we are unable to resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's from infants. That's from young adults and yeah. adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really focusing in on conflict resolution is big for us. Yeah. Um, we're actually looking to open uh, in the next couple of years, one of the first of its kind conflict resolution centers. Wow. Um, strictly, conf- you know, strictly on um, based on solutions. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, for yeah. us, it's like. We look at every uh, aspect of conflict, domestic, gang, you know, infants Mm -hmm. in schools, you know what I mean? Like um, work, workplace, like every in every space of conflict, Mm -hmm. we look we are looking to be able to have a solution for all conflicts. Mm -hmm. Um, 
um, and being able to have a center to where uh-huh. people can come in and be able to resolve conflict mm-hmm. uh, in a correct way. So um, that's big. We we looking to put a lot of money, uh, funding, energy, and attention behind conflict resolution, not just here in Detroit, but mm-hmm. um, it's really the pinnacle in every single city, man, when we talk mm-hmm. about, um, you know, especially crime and violence, senseless gun violence, and, yeah. you know, just our jails are full of people who just could not, you yeah. know, uh, handle uh, or re- resolve conflict. Our mm-hmm. jails and cemeteries, you yeah. know what I mean? It's full of people that could have, this could have went another way, but, mm-hmm. you know, we that's not nothing that's taught, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that a lot of people push on a back burner, like, okay, well, yeah, we yeah. need it, but, <laughs> no, that needs to be at the focal point. The so that's something that, that we're working on. So those are some of the things that we're working yeah. on, um, you know, uh, here in Detroit and all around the country. Man, that's huge. That, that's massive. You know, the conflict resolution being that's the pinnacle of the whole operation because yeah. if you look back into ancient civilizations, you know, I'm an expert on those mm-hmm. topics. Uh, you look at the Dogon tribe. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the Dogon tribe, they used to actually be the ancient rulers of the land of Kem before mm-hmm. it was called Egypt. Mm-hmm. It was called Egypt much later. But uh, they started off in the land of Kem. They didn't have a military. They didn't have police. They didn't have crime. Mm-hmm. No jail. No wars. <clears throat> they were at peace with one another. They had conflict resolution. Mm. This is like super ancient. So yeah. what you're doing now, you're bringing back what the ancients used to have. Yeah. The reason why they didn't continue the rulership over the land of camp because somebody did come and notice, like, hey, these people ain't got no military. And they took them over. But they still existed. They pushed them out towards Mali, Africa, which mm-hmm. they still exist today in Mali, Africa. And they're some of the keepers of some of the most ancient information and ancient records ever, you know, handed down in uh, from Africa. Um, some real ancient, incredible stories, but that's just another podcast. Yeah, yeah no, nah, that's real. <laughs> but what's important is that they still, today, still have no police, no military, no jail, and no uh, nobody committing any crimes. It's yeah. no zero crime. Yeah. Proving that it's not the color of the skin that's creating the situation. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle situations. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, that's and, powerful. And, and also, you know, the breeding ground for these situations. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's why, I like, a lot of our other programs go hand-in-hand with it because yeah. we, we still got to be able to create an environment that um, is a, is less stressful mm-hmm. um, and it is a, a climate that, um, you know, is we're going to have less conflict. Yeah. So um, because we in a, a high-frequency environment, you know, mm-hmm. in our communities, you know, conflicts are just left and right, left and right. Then yeah. at social media and all the rest of this crap, you right. know what I mean? So, you know, we we in the position where we do have to really focus in on that. But when we do, we kind of mm-hmm. level that off, Yeah, you know, stick, get the other programs together, mm-hmm. make sure that we got the financial literacy, the mental yeah. health, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the rest of these programs to go yeah. hand in hand with um, you know, being able to level that out, we put money in people's pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, you change the way that we think and how we move, um, and 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 kind of marriage that together. Yeah. Um, up under resolution. Um, you know, I, I feel like we'll really see our communities kind of shaping a, mm-hmm. in a way that we we know that they yeah. can be. Right. Definitely. That's huge. And if you know, one of the books I wrote is called "Woke Doesn't Mean Broke." That's right. It's a bestseller in five countries. Yeah. <laughs> if you need any help or you know for free, I'll come and. You know, talk on financial literacy. That's love. No, yeah. I'm going to hold you to that, for yeah. real. Right, just, <laughs> yeah, you listen, just let me know. Yeah. yeah let, you know, let's schedule it uh, ahead of time so I can make sure it fits in the schedule. No, absolutely. But I will show up. 
Absolutely, yeah, for sure. that'll be huge. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. <clears throat> yeah, um, let's put that. Let's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. You know, I grew up in Opelika in Miami. Yeah, not too far from Hollandale, you know, which is a nice area. But down in Opelika, it's like yeah, yeah, hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, it's still bad to this very day. I mean, I went down there just about maybe four or five months ago, just to ride through. Every so many months, I ride through, you know, mm-hmm. just to remember, remind myself, Always. this is where you came from, man. You know, and and try to find ways to continue to give back. Yeah, and um, that area was so bad that the the crossing guard used to rob us on the way to school. I can't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the crossing guard would jack you for your lunch money or your lunch, depending on what you had that day. So you got you try to get slick and try to bring your pack lunch. We're gonna take that too. That's gangster. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So it was pretty crazy, you know. And I could have definitely used that whistle that y'all give out. Uh, but so coming from these areas, I was really grew up in a really impoverished area. Uh, and, you know, seeing people get shot, murdered, Mm -hmm. seeing neighbors get stabbed to death out in the street and watching, you know, the parents have to come. This is back in the day when they used to actually put chalk lines in the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back then. And watching the parents come out and and pour the Coca-Cola on the Mm -hmm. blood in the street to get Mm -hmm. it out in the street and all that. That's traumatizing, you know what I'm saying? But in a lot of the situations I realized when I was very young, the majority of these problems was over money. It was Mm -hmm. over arguments that started over money. Lack of resources, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so I knew early on that in order for me to get out of here, I need money. Right. I can't. If I'm going to stay here, I'm going to be caught up in the same cycle that's mm-hmm. going on right here. You know what I'm saying? So I started focusing on how can I create my own financial literacy. Yeah. And I started studying just on my own, trying to figure out ways to learn how to handle, how to learn about money, how to learn about business and how, and finance and how to get and start my own business, which, which eventually I actually did. Mm-hmm. And that's what enabled me to get out yeah. at an early age. But but at, the problem was that the people there, the biggest problem seemed to be finances. Mm-hmm. That was the big, and, and ignorance of, even my parents. My parents had a shoebox, yeah. and whatever they owned, like their savings, yeah. their, you know, their, their nest egg was in that box. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't have been no more than $800 at the most. And mm-hmm. sometimes it was, used to be less than $20, depending on what happened in that month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um that's one of the biggest problems. We got to bring financial literacy back yeah. to the to the people. Yeah, financial literacy is is key. Like it's right up under there, man. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's so with our organization, we have we stand on accountability. So mm-hmm. like that's that's the the base and the foundation of what we do. So just accountability in every shape or form. But we have five levels of accountability, mm. um, which is the principles that we operate up under. Okay. <clears throat> and um, with our five levels of accountability, first level of accountability is a household accountability. Okay. Um, excuse me, is a self accountability. That's the very first level mm-hmm. of accountability. We got to be able to hold ourselves uh, accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, before we can do anything, we got to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, you know, um, make sure that we understand that, you know, we can't point the finger at nobody. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> is like about that. you know the person that I see. Before we can yeah. even act on anything else that we can do, mm-hmm. we got, it has to be a level of self accountability. Mm. Um, the second level of accountability is household accountability okay. uh, or environmental accountability. So, you know, the mm-hmm. people that that you are around, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you know, we see a, a lots of times, you know, we got special people, people that's bound for greatness, but, mm-hmm. you know, they can't crack the code because of their environment. Right. So, you know, either getting people on board mm-hmm. with you or getting people out of your energy, like mm-hmm. that's, you accountable for that too as well. So yeah. it ain't no, oh uh, no, I was hanging around this person and something bad happened to me. <laughs> you are in control, you know, of 
you know, your environment and you as an individual have to be able to hold people around you to to a certain standard of accountability. That's extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's two. I always tell people the the best people in the world is one and two. So they hold themselves accountable and they hold the people around them accountable, their household accountable. Um, and that's where it stops. And, right. and that's where I, I say, like, we got this me and mine's complex. So mm. this is why I say one and two um, executed correctly is where people stop is because, hey, well, you know, I'm straight. My family's straight. Right. You know what I mean? And this <laughs> yeah. is this is where uh, a lot of, you know, our successful people lie. This is where, you know, a lot of people who have an understanding of what life is and what it takes to make it and all the rest of these things. That's that's where. I feel like, you know, that that group uh, of our people lie. And it's just like, okay, I always use the analogy of, you know, you live in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're taking care of your house, your household together. You you know, you're teaching your kids to write Mm -hmm. um, everything and y'all riding down the street. And you see another little boy who stay on your same block, yeah. but you know he a bit troubled. And mm-hmm. you know what do most parents tell their kids? You know, stay away, oh, stay away from stay away. Uh, little Tyrone. He bad. <laughs> you feel me? Like you yeah. know, don't be out here running with him. He ain't got it together. Yeah. And it's like, you know, opposed to having an understanding of you know what little bro might be going through, and mm-hmm. you know his father may not be in the house. His mom, you know, might be working mm-hmm. uh, double jobs just to you know hold them down, so she yeah. might not be around as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he getting raised by the streets because you got people riding by telling your kids not to mess with them, yep. and you think that your kid living in the exact same environment gonna grow up to be this great person. Mm-hmm. And then this is the the best case in the hood is is that you know a kid grow up. And is able to, like, not be around that. But at the yeah. end of the day, you know, what's the percentage of people just being a product of the environment that yeah. they in? So it's no such It's the worst thing that our community got going for ourselves mm-hmm. right now is the me and mine's yeah. mentality. Because we not doing we not helping the situation. This yeah. is like you see it all the time. Like I have parents. I talk to parents all the time. Yeah. I've done everything. You know, I've given them I give them <laughs> everything. Uh-huh. I don't understand why they in trouble or why. Well, because you didn't focus in on the environment that y'all living in. You didn't, yeah. you know, uh, three, which mm-hmm. is uh, community, uh, mm-hmm. accountability. That's that's the third level. You didn't mm-hmm. focus in on the community. Right. It was two me and mine straight. Oh, I got myself together. I done went and did this. I mm-hmm. done got my bag. We fresh. We good out here. Yeah. Oh, my household together. My kids go to going to good schools. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm teaching them the right things, this, that, and the third. But you're not understanding, like, you just, we only all are just a product of our environment. Right. So we not doing anything to affect the environment. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we not doing nothing for the betterment of our of the next generation as well. Yeah. So uh, community accountability is our third level. Mm. Um, our fourth level of accountability is economic accountability, right? Because mm-hmm. it got to be on the board, man. We got to be able yeah. to put ourselves in a position where we are dependent on ourselves when it comes to economics. Yeah. Um, you know, building black businesses, supporting black businesses. Mm-hmm. I always tell people uh, the number one employer of black people is black people. Right. You know, so if we're not supporting black businesses and, and pushing for, you know, uh, the next generation to be mm-hmm. black business owners. And right. I understand, like, everybody not going to own their own business. Right. But we need to be pushing for a majority of kids to have an understanding of, you know, you should own your own business because mm-hmm. this is why. Yeah. And. If we can get that down, you know, financial literacy mm-hmm. need to be taught in in elementary school, you know, like just certain things that just need to be all through 
yeah. um, our schooling and our day-to-day programming. Mm-hmm. We get that together. That's going to be just about, you know, we're going to be where we at. So we we got one, self-accountability. Two, household accountability. Three, we got our community together. Yeah. Um, four, our economics together. Right. And for the fifth level of accountability for us mm-hmm. um, is political accountability. Mm-hmm. Because now when we're talking about, I don't care where you stay, um, but we're talking about here in America, yeah. you know, politics uh, runs everything. You know everything. what I mean? We got everything. these people sitting up in office <laughs> dictating every single thing yeah. that has to do with your life. Yeah. And and a lot of our people, we sit back and say, well, my vote don't count and I'm not about to get involved with the politics, yada, yada. Well, you don't got to get involved with politics. Politics going to get involved with you because these people <laughs> sit around here and they make plays on a day in and day out basis. I yeah. sit up here today. I listened to um the city council meeting today. So mm-hmm. they were voting on... um. Whether or not to give uh, Dan Gilbert a sixty million dollar tax cut, mm. um, and this was like what we're talking about uh, in city council sixty yeah. million dollars in tax breaks, and we're talking about a billionaire like billionaire. he yeah. he got it, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and then to to give sixty million dollars to a billionaire, um, and in that same instance today. Uh, on my way here, because I always mm-hmm. take the scenic route. I yeah. ride through my communities mm-hmm. daily because I like yeah. to see, I like to talk to people, hear mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Um, I pull up to the senior living facility. Yeah. Uh, they don't have uh, heat in their facility. They saying it's about, it's about to be 100 degrees out here. They oh, outside. Man. It's already hot outside. They got their signs up talking wow. about, you know, we we don't got heat. You know what I mean? Wow. They They sending the kids home this week. From school Damn. because of it's gonna be hot outside. Yeah, it's like okay, well, the school should have AC, right? This yeah. should be a place where they should be able to come get educated and yeah. cool off, right? But that's not the case neither. Wow. But you know, we got sixty million dollars to throw to billionaires, but yeah. that's only because and within this meeting, mm-hmm. nobody from you know nobody in in my generation yeah. was tapped in. It was all. Older folks, and right. you know, you got the politicians. The list came out today of the of the politicians yeah. um, that Dan Gilbert actually donated to uh-huh. their campaigns, yeah. uh, and then you can hear these same politicians, you know, lobbying for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's just Dreamland. like, you yeah. know, we don't get we are so many of our people were mm-hmm. literally murdered yeah. for even thinking about voting. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, once you get that understanding of why were they trying to murder people for, for voting? Right. You know what I mean? It's because this is what they set up in this country yeah. to be, you know, to be dominant. But mm-hmm. they never expected us to be involved in that voting process. Yeah. So if we can't take this and utilize this in a city like Detroit, which is mm-hmm. 80% black. Yeah. Detroit is 80% black city. Yeah. And when it comes to the elections, 80% of the people in the city stay home and don't right. vote. Right. And then we want to talk about the lack of resources that mm-hmm. are allocated yeah. to our community yeah. that never come down. Right. You know, uh, what's going on? <laughs> there we go, the potholes, the yeah. schools, and all of the stuff we complain about. Uh-huh. But you know, we don't even have an understanding and, and take people out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's another one of our program, um, our voter education okay. uh, program, political education program. Okay. Um, so we believe that, you know, um, it don't start at get out and vote. That's yeah. the, that's another one of our problems. Mm-hmm. This is, 
this is why the mud root, uh, you know, kind of concept that we create is very important. Yeah. Like you, that's surface. Get out and vote. Now right. y'all want to do this the year of election, six months before they voting. Get out and vote. Make sure y'all go vote. Yeah, yeah. You know, because <laughs> like, our people died for y'all to vote. No, yeah. no, no, no. Our yeah. people was murdered and enslaved for us mm-hmm. to have an understanding of the power that of of voting and yeah. what it can do for us if we utilize it the correct way. Okay. You know, in the blackest city of, of America, we supposed to dominate yeah. every resource that yeah. has to do with our people. Shouldn't nothing come through it shouldn't have to go through nobody else's hand. I was so you shocked know what because I mean? this, Detroit is has the most black people per capita yes. in the United States. Yes. But then I was like, I'm here and I'm like, well, what's going on? It's not I don't see the power. It's embarrassing, bro. Yeah. It's 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 an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people we talked about, you know, how I be going in, like I'd be pissed yeah. off about it because yeah. it is it's soft, bro. It's yeah. like, how are we sitting in and we don't have no power, no control yeah. in a city where we dominate the population? Yeah. We we not gonna go in nobody else's community and dominate, you know. Politics, you know what happen. I mean. Dictate the money and the funding. You know that was it almost had um a trillion uh, a billion dollars come to Detroit. Yeah, like eight hundred million dollars or something like that that was yeah. allocated to Detroit. Uh-huh. How much of that money you think is gonna get trickled down yeah. to the the real people and the resources that we truly need in the city? Right. And it's because people sleep on politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not so much because people sleep on politics; they're mm-hmm. not educated. Our people, we not yeah. educated when it comes political education, right along with. Um, you know, uh, financial literacy mm-hmm. should be taught in school. Gotcha. Political education, not yep. voting for a party, mm-hmm. a color, yeah. or a person. Thank you. But positions. Right. What does these positions entail? Yeah. Yeah. And what are the people who we elect to these mm-hmm. positions? What are they accountable for? Right. Right. And and that's how we marriage, you know, yeah. and have a better understanding of politics and get what we want yeah. out of politics because politics is power, and power is what we want. You exactly. know, it's not we don't say. Black power, all power to the people because yeah. it's a chant. You know, it yeah. should be all power to the people, whatever your people is. Yeah. I don't want to go to China and say, okay, well, let's talk about black issues. Right. You know, I don't, <laughs> that's not my power base. My yeah. power base is where my people are. Right. Um. So, yeah, that's our fifth level of accountability. So right. we feel like if we focus on all of those mm-hmm. five levels and we marriage them and we teach them yeah. um, and we organize um, around those things and we mm-hmm. create programs around those yeah. things, man, we're going to really be working wow. on some stuff here. Nice. That's huge. Yeah. That's phenomenal. You know, one of the things I've been looking into is and talking about too in the last couple of years is how do you infiltrate this polytrix? I call that a polytrix mm-hmm. system, you know, because it really is polytrix. Mm-hmm. How do we get inside of there? And we got to infiltrate from the inside. Mm-hmm. We do. It's like, you know, the Trojan horse te- mm-hmm. type technique from ancient times where they would trick you into opening your gate or they mm-hmm. send you a gift when they open the gift. There's people, people inside, inside that thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How do we get inside of there and like infiltrate from the inside? Play the game. You got to play that matrix game. Mm-hmm. Get in with this, you know, into, into the system. Get elected. Get into the, mm-hmm. and then from there you can start making all these changes. Because now you got power to press buttons yeah. and connect, make connections that exactly. can change systems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, one of the biggest problems we have on in, in America is if you look around, like there's not really any black people making any of these laws. Mm-hmm. No, you know? look at Congress. Yeah. Look, look at your Congress. I mean, look yeah, at, come anytime on. they show something going on in Washington, yeah. D.C., look around. Yeah, look around. You're like, man, so the, we're not making any laws. We're not writing anything in the law. We're not getting, you know, what you, you know, it's just like, it, it's so unfair. Mm-hmm. It's unbalanced. 
It is. You know what I'm saying? And then you got people sitting in there for 50 and 60 years, mm-hmm. whereas, yeah. you know, a president is in and out in four. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And once again, it just goes back to power base. So mm-hmm. um, when I talk politics, I always talk from a local perspective. Yeah. That's where real power is. National yeah. power you can't get if you don't have local power first. Exactly. So all of these people talk about the president and Trump. People would be surprised how little the president, you know, has to do with day-to-day city operations. Boom. Have nothing to do nothing. with what's going on in Zero. your hood. The president has, ain't gonna do nothing, <laughs> nothing for what's going on in your hood. The yeah. the the most important person in the in in this state mm-hmm. is is the the governor. The governor, you know That's what I mean. It. That's where like, it starts. She she has more power than the president, um, in regards to you know things that go on in our community. Yeah. Um, and then you know you got you know the mayors and all mm-hmm. these people. That's where the power is. Yeah. And once again, you say. So you utilize the the Trojan horse mm-hmm. uh, analogy, and, yeah. and we don't even have to do that shit here in mm-hmm. Detroit, bro. We yeah. can just, you know, you Biggie said we kick in the doorway, right. bring the four four. <laughs> like that's yeah. all we got to do right. is eighty percent of the city. If, yeah. Okay, so let me put this into perspective uh-huh. as well. So we live in a city. Um, it's roughly about let's say six hundred fifty thousand people in Detroit, give or take. Yeah. Um, the last mayoral election, which was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Mike Duggan. Yeah. 650,000 people here in the city, right? Mm-hmm. He won the mayor's seat with 69,000 votes. Wow. 69,000 votes out of 650,000 people. Mm. That's just mind blowing to that's me, insane. man. In the blackest city in America. Yeah. So that's less than 20% mm. of the blackest city come out to vote. Right. So you already know who are who are coming out the business people who are getting paid off yeah. the seniors they're gonna always get out and vote mm-hmm. um, and the bourgeoisies they're right. gonna get out and vote so sixty mm-hmm. percent <clears throat> I mean to have a a a, a city that's eighty percent black yeah. and we don't have eighty percent of the population to come yeah. out and vote yeah. you know that's that's a problem man and mm-hmm. and you know we can't talk elevation um, of our culture and elevation of our people. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're not taking care of the bare minimum necessities, should right. nothing come through this city yeah. without coming through us. You right. feel me? And then right. we gave away everything. We gave away the water. Like, come yeah, on, man. No. We had, we we in a position to have power over the freshest water source yes. in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And we give that away. We done That's gave gone. every the, the city of Detroit don't own nothing at this point. Yeah. Outright, but maybe the the fire department, police department. Mm, I right. think that's it. Wow. You know, we don't own water. We don't own none none of our resources. Mm-hmm. No, none of that. So, all of those things were 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 you know bargain behind yeah. the scenes. You behind know what I mean? Scenes, yeah. And then some by people that look like us. So, yeah. you know, I always tell people in in a city like Detroit. Um. We got I, people call Detroit the hater capital. Some yeah. people, oh yeah, um, and is is the bourgeois capital? I would say uh-huh. too as well. So classism is big in this city. So yeah. you got you know your the house Negroes and field uh-huh. Negroes. Right. You know it's the same type of analogy, and mm-hmm. you know we've been having house Negroes sell us out left and right. Wow. For money, yeah. for politics, you mm-hmm. know, all of this stuff. Because once again, nobody's coming out to vote, nor yeah. are they holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an understanding of the process, how can you possibly hold someone gotcha. accountable? Yeah. So politicians in this city has been 
going without accountability yeah. forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, Since yeah. Uh, Coleman Young came in and said us, gave us the alley oop mm-hmm. to have the greatest black city in America. Yeah. All we had to do was take it and run with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he made sure that we was all cleared out. Mm-hmm. White folks done ran out of city Detroit, white yeah. flight. You know, yeah. it was just all ours, man. It was for the taking. Yeah. But, you know, we did nothing with that, man. And then yeah. we completely dropped the ball and completely gave our city right back mm-hmm. um, to where I got to here today and, uh, through a city council meeting <laughs> about a $60 million wow. tax abatement um, from a billionaire. So that's wow. where we at today because we, we don't have an understanding of politics. Yeah, it's all come down to education. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, it's the grassroots. You got to start at the bottom. You got to start with the, the sheriff. Who was electing the sheriff? Mm-hmm. Who was electing the mayor? Mm-hmm. We got to get it. That's where you start building your team. Yeah, yeah. To work your way to the top. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, because you got to infiltrate. That's mm-hmm. the only way. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. Wow. Powerful stuff. But I'm glad you guys have that system in place that you're working with and you're teaching because it's it's much, much needed, um, you know. Do you think that some of these situations that are happening in these inner cities with the guns, because guns seem like they're just coming out of thin air. Mm. I'm not trying to be conspiracy on this, but do you think that some of these guns are planted in these communities? Oh, bro, that's facts. That's yeah. Those are documented facts, okay. man. Especially yeah. um, um, they, they started doing this mm. um, after they uh, killed off Martin Luther King, killed off Malcolm X. But mm-hmm. the, the, the dumping of firearms in our communities yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, mixed along with— um, you know, crack and mm-hmm. uh, cocaine, all the rest of that stuff. Yeah, that happened immediately after the attack on the Black Power movement. Yeah. So after they, you know, started having a way with the Panthers, you know, mm-hmm. after the uprising, because we was yeah. up. Like when they came out, yeah, people started to understand power yeah. and the power in themselves and the power of our people. Mm-hmm. Start to feel good about it. Um, you know, ourselves start mm-hmm. to. You know, uh, fight back finally mm-hmm. in this country, not just yeah. lay and just take everything. Yeah, um, it was up. This country had, you know, especially from their lands, they had mm-hmm. a big problem. You yeah. know what I mean? So, how do we kill off this problem? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it was easy for them. You know, mm-hmm. they take uh, Chairman uh, uh, Fred Hampton and they shoot rounds into his heart, into his uh, house. Yeah. Um, you know, murdering him. Mm-hmm. You know, for the whole world to see. Yeah. Um, you know. Scaring off so many people, they uh, threw indictments on a lot of the uh, the Panther Party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, killed the morale yeah. uh, in our communities, yeah. and with that morale killing, here's gun and here's crack mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You know, now y'all got guns and y'all got dope that y'all can fight over amongst yourself. Well, we know mm-hmm. what's going to happen when we do this type of stuff yep. and put another way of illegal money, mm-hmm. which is uh, everything, the biggest dope dealers. In this, in the, in the world is the government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because don't biggest. don't nothing come through without without their permission. Come right. on, man! Ain't nobody <laughs> doing all of this They're stuff. The biggest don't, traffickers. Come on, man! They're the biggest traffickers. So, yeah. snowfall is a real thing. Like, oh yeah. If anybody watch that? That's real life. Like it's a documentary. That's, documentary. That's real life. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we talking about this type of stuff, that they started doing that back mm-hmm. then. So now, you know, you had the even with the music and the frequencies. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Public Enemy and yeah. all of that stuff was going on. They had yeah. to completely chop that away. We was getting yeah. too prideful. Yeah. We was getting too ahead of ourselves as mm-hmm. as they would look yeah. at look at um the way we would move. Mm-hmm. So they knew 
the biggest way to diffuse that was yeah. to have us fight amongst ourselves. Right. You know, even with Crips and Bloods, that started as righteous. That's, mm-hmm. That started as something righteous. Yes. You know it what did. I mean? Um, you know, a lot of them, that started from the Panther movement and a lot of that energy, yeah. you know? So, yeah. you know, all of those things was righteous. But now, you know, you got people feuding about money and drugs, mm-hmm. you know, in their own community. So yep. people... We what what now? What we doing? We murdering ourselves off. Mm-hmm. Check for them. <laughs> yep. You feel me? Great job. Yep. We now now we getting locked up as yep. well. Check for them. Oh yeah. Great job. Not able to take the father out of the household. Mm-hmm. Check for them. Great job. Yeah. You know so you know now they they able to taking the the father out, control the resources that mm-hmm. the mother get. Yep. So now you dependent on the state. You dependent mm-hmm. on the government. Yeah. Check for them yep. because we don't want you to be independent people. Mm-hmm. So here's another check. And they really, man, did did a, a whole experiment on our people, yeah. you know, in the 80s mm-hmm. that lingered into the 90s yeah. and lingered into the 2000s to yeah. where we are now. We literally, you know, are are in a 30-year warp of, mm-hmm. of their experiment from yeah. g- drugs and, yeah. and guns <clears throat> being dropped in our communities. It's mm-hmm. been documented stories about trains that's just— been there with crates of guns. Yeah. You know, that's that's not no myth. Like you right. can, people can look that up in Chicago yeah. and yeah. you know, they don't make Uzi factories in Chicago. I, I they know. Not, that's what I'm you know, to say. you can't get yeah. these drugs and all the, the rest of this stuff. You mm-hmm. can't the poppy leaves ain't in Chicago and right. Detroit and none of these cities. Yeah. So, you know, it's all of this has been done intentionally mm-hmm. uh, and purposefully. Yeah. Um, but for us to have an understanding that wow, they went through these great measures mm-hmm. to stop this greatness, this quote unquote, fourteen percent of the yeah. country, which is also a lie. That's a like, lie. That's a lie. You know, That's um, a lie. <laughs> so yeah. you know, a lot of this stuff is just systematic, man. Mm-hmm. It's programming it's once programming, again. So yeah. you got to fight program programming with programming. Mm-hmm. So and in order for us to get back to where we are, what we do have to take a little bit of that that spilling that energy, you know, that they had in the 60s and the 70s because Mm -hmm. they were on the right track. You know, they stood up for themselves. They, you know, the dumbest thing I've ever seen was we not our ancestors. Or I've seen some, you know, it'd be stuff flying, oh, we not, I'm not my, yeah, you not. You know what I mean? Because (laughs) the evidence is around. Hey, hey, (laughs) because they wouldn't, they wouldn't sitting sitting back docile when it come to all. They really cared, Mm -hmm. you know, about, the evolution of our people and yeah. you know they cared about the babies and they you know yeah. they cared about you know having power and dignity and mm-hmm. respect you know what i yeah. mean those were things that was in, embedded mm-hmm. into the movement of, yeah. of of us as people so right. you know all of this is by design man you yeah. know we we just got to take you know if we know better we got to do better but it's all about programming right. um making sure that we uh organize um, and and make sure that we consistent in that organization. Exactly. You know, that's a lot of powerful stuff. And the the thing about black people is, from outsider looking in, based on what they see from TV, the news, and media, which always highlighting the gun violence and 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 all the cr- crime that's going on in these inner city areas, mm-hmm. not taking into consideration how the guns got there, how the dope got there, mm-hmm. how the money got there. Um, you know, how do you, economic oppression put people in that mind state? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're looking from the outside in. But if you look at black people as a whole, primarily, we're very docile people. Yeah. It's one of our weaknesses, mm-hmm. actually. Loving people. We're loving you know, people. Mm, forgiving people. Too forgiving. Mm-hmm. All of that. And so the, and the evidence of this forgiveness that we have in mm-hmm. our hearts and the evidence of how nice and how docile we truly really are 
is the fact that we haven't tried to take over this country. That's right. I mean, after everything honest, that after they've done, everything. you feel me? If if anybody, <laughs> if anybody was if, could look and be like, okay, well, yeah, they had reason. Yeah, you know, it would be black people, right. you know, in this country. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's 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 always been, you know, like that uh, with us, and that's just the energy of our, of our people. That's right. who we are. You that's know? who we when are. We talk man. about the original people. When yeah. you talk about tapping into. Our God uh, energy, you yeah. know that's that's just who we are. We yeah. we don't have no ill will or intent, man. That was that was breeded, you know, by by animal animal people. Right. You feel me? Like right. people savagery, you know, yeah. people who don't got a conscience. You mm-hmm. know, they like to put that to on us. Like yeah. black, like that's that's not us. That's you not know, us. They talk it's about not. crime and violence. How dare this country talk about? Crime and violence, and and they invented this shit. You they feel me? It. Like Literally. this country is is built on crime and violence and savagery and taking, yeah. um, and control mm-hmm. and you know and and war and guns. Like that's that's, that's this country. Like oh, yeah. you know, people came over here while we was here chilling. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm you know I'm I'm bent on we we was here. We was you know here. this ain't no. Oh, yeah. we brought y'all over here. No, we were here. Yeah. Y'all brought y'all self over here mm-hmm. and and completely, you know, just was a complete savage to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't been the same since. Yeah. You know, you talk about everything, all the communities that they burned down and destroyed when we minding our own business. I know. You know, Black Wall Street, Black right. Bottom here in Man. Detroit, you know, the move movement in right. Philly. Yeah. like. Uh, uh, they dropped a bomb on them, you know, a, a whole bomb, a whole bomb, you know, on on yeah. a community. So, yeah. you know, Central how, Park was the whole Central black Park. You feel me? So they blew up Central Park. They done, burned come it down. on, man. So how dare these people <laughs> get up here talking about yeah. crime and violence? And this isn't us. You know yeah. what I mean? This is exactly who this country is, yeah. and and people in this country is getting exposed for who they are, and that's yeah. that's just the thing. And, and that don't have nothing to do with us. They need to look themselves in the mirror and understand, yeah. you know, what their ancestors, you know, embedded. Because just like the trauma that we talked about that we carry from mm-hmm. our ancestors, yeah. they carry the same trauma, bro. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah. And and that's why you do see more white white people and people of different. Nationalities mm-hmm. want to, you know, you look at a Black Lives Matter march. Who yeah. you gonna see? Majority of majority white people. Come on, man. Yeah. That's 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 that inside of them. Like yeah. my ancestors did this. You know, they yeah. it's it's a certain level of guilt. There's some guilt. Let's there. be honest. They want to atone know? for that. They want to atone for it. Yeah. So I, it, and it, I understand. So it's the same <clears> thing, <throat> man. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, for for us, it's just you know yeah. having having that understanding, man. So yeah. you know that we we put ourselves in a in a position to, to understand. Um, you know, um, organize, elevate. Yeah. Um, you know, so that we can be where we need to be. Yeah, phenomenal, man. This has been a great talk, man. A great talk. I'm, I'm really glad that I know you. That I had a chance to meet you. That's love, vice versa, yeah. bro. Real yeah, talk. man. I definitely want to get more involved with your movement. Like I said, man, uh, and I want to bring more awareness to this as well Respect. because when I meet somebody that has an organized structure in place, mm-hmm. that gets me excited. Because too many people do this, blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? They're just talking. And they talking out the side of their head, and nothing's happening. Where's the solutions, mm-hmm. man? Where's the system? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Where's what I look system? for, you know? Because mm-hmm. when I try to, when I work on things, I create systems mm-hmm. and solutions. I pride myself. On, if you hear my podcast or, or some of the talks I do, I always say I'm a solutions provider. That's right. That's it. I don't like what's on the radio. I made my own music. I don't like what was on TV. I made my own TV network. Mm-hmm. I don't like what's on, you know, in, in, in um in different areas of the community. I start creating solutions for that. I don't like social media. I made my own social media app. Mm-hmm. 
Whatever I don't like, I don't sit there and whine and cry. Solution. I start, well, how can I be a part of the solution or create the solution? That's right, brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we all got to be. And if we all did that, if we link up together to be a part of a solution or find a way to create the solution and bring other people in on it, mm-hmm. then we're going to be doing all right. Yeah, man. You know? and, and it don't. We don't need everybody. We just need the right people. Like, that's it. Boom. And we need people that, that's going to be able to, you know, tap in from every field. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm big on... Um, even when it comes to funding, um, mm-hmm. when you when you talk about some of our uh, biggest resources, uh, even when you talk from an entertainment or from an af- athletic yeah. uh, perspective. So you got um, a young king. He's from the hood. Yeah. Uh, let's say a basketball player. Um, you know, he he from the hood. He come from all of this trauma and all of this. Yeah. You know, he come, he really from that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know— he make it to the league. He get this cray like the 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 contracts that they get now is just unbelievable. Right, crazy. So <laughs> you know you getting hundred million dollar contracts. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just look what happens. So when when they get that contract, uh, the organization they have people around that's gonna mm-hmm. take the first thing they're gonna do is take you out your hood. So mm-hmm. let me show you what suburbs looking like. Mm-hmm. Now let me show you what schools the suburbs yeah. got to offer. Now let me show you what. Women in the suburbs got to offer. Now, <laughs> let me show you what organizations mm-hmm. you should donate to. And I had a, a long conversation with one of my good brothers. He played yeah. for the Lions. He don't play um, for the Lions no more. But uh, Jalen uh, Mavis Reed, shout out to my brother, man. Yeah. Um, he put me on a lot of games, and man, wow. on how, like, these organizations um, really run, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, take this, they take the money. Mm-hmm. And and cipher it. So I'm gonna tell you to donate to this organization. Yeah. And oh yeah, this is the organization. They give them a list. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> of places to to yeah. put their money. And it's just like, you know, we gotta be able to. You know, all all my people out there that's listening, mm-hmm. we gotta be able to put an importance behind funding. You know, the ground level movement, the yeah. the stuff, the tangibles. You know, that's not gonna show up in a financial report, or <laughs> right. it's not gonna show up. You know, uh. On any different stats, like we got to be able to support street movements a bit better mm-hmm. and people that's connected to the people that's doing stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, if we had a portion of the money that mm-hmm. some of these, I know we can change. I know we can change the world, oh, yeah. you know, with with the right type of funding that, yeah. then, that a lot of these other organizations get. So for us, you know, we always... Um, want to put it out there, like just for people to understand the value right. um, of what what Mud Roots is really being able to do uh, in our community, yeah. uh, and to be able to support that mm-hmm. um, in a way to where you know we don't have to figure out, okay, well, where are we gonna get our next piece of money to go through? We got to stay consistent. We got mm-hmm. a job and a commitment to our people to stay consistent, you know, um, and make sure that we keeping the ball going. But we need our people to understand people who, you know, do. Uh, uh, you know, are in another tax bracket, and yeah. you know that can do stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make sure that you look outside of, you know, what the city is pushing, what your 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 people that's around you is pushing, man. Yeah. And let's really start to put money behind people that's on the ground, mm-hmm. that's doing the work, because we definitely need that support. We got what we need. Um, I always say like we built the black print. That's yeah. What we've been able to do, we got the yeah. black print nice. for community organi- organizing. I yeah. just tell people, like, 
there's hundreds of thousands of black organizations, mm-hmm. but until we came along, nobody truly understood how to define what organization is in our uh, community. Nice. And we've been able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just ask for people to, uh, you know, do your research when it comes to us, you yeah. know, check us out, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, 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 you know, look at all of our programs and see what we're doing yeah. uh, on a global level mm-hmm. um, because we definitely believe that we have the answers uh, and the yeah. solutions nice. um, when it comes to change in black communities, um, specifically the hoods and the ghettos of America. Hey, man, that's fantastic. How can everyone find you? Um, so we're New Era Detroit mm-hmm. uh, on everything. Um, okay. You can find us in New Era Detroit. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, volunteer, um, they can uh, email us at volunteer at newairdetroit.world. Um, if people have, um, you know, information, you want to figure out how you can be, um, you know, a donor mm-hmm. or, um, you know, how you can, um, you know, play whatever role that, that people are already playing and figure mm-hmm. that out. It's info at newairworld.work. Um, and you know, just just make sure to tap in with us. Okay. Um, we're not a hard organization to find. We always out in the community. We always yeah. moving. Um, we always working because you know, for us, it, it truly don't stop. Beautiful. Well, make sure to put all those links and email addresses in the caption of this video and this podcast when it shows up. And thanks again, man, for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you for having me, all brother. Right. Peace. Peace. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.